What's up, guys? Welcome to Disc and Dat Podcast, episode three. Episode three in my podcast series about me talking about the disc golf world um, and really just getting getting some disc golf knowledge and stuff off my chest. I have been a disc golf fan for years. And, yeah, I just kind of want to talk about it with somebody, and that being all of you guys. Disc and Dat has been kind of a creation of mine for a while. I've wanted to be a disc golf podcast and a disc golf uh, website for a little bit, and I'm slowly going to be growing it more and more and more. So, with the podcast... Just kind of, kind of to explain what I do is basically on my drive home from work, I just talk disc golf. Um, I have a little bit of a drive home. I live about 45 minutes away from my work, so I found that that's the perfect outlet for me to talk. So if you guys hear like car sounds in the back, uh, that's that's because I am driving all the time, um, and I am recording my podcast while doing that. Just on my phone. It's pretty low tech around here. But regardless of the technology and regardless of the disc golf, um, not the disc golf tech, but just of my media tech around here, um, I'm still going to be producing podcasts. So sorry about that, about the noise in the background, but it's because I do that. So we found out two weeks ago or last week, Monday that Paul is going to this craft that seemed pretty obvious for everybody. Paul is a competitor and basically what he said is that he wants to be like Kobe. Um, I called him the Michael Jordan of our sport and sorry Paul, I didn't know you weren't a huge Michael fan, so I guess you're Kobe. Uh, He was Kobe 8 according to Paul with Innova and now he is Kobe 24, the Black Mamba. So Nick Beast was with Innova, and we'll see if he keeps the McBeast tag or what he wants to be called with Discraft. It also looks like his signature discs with Discraft have been announced as well on a sweet spread that I saw Discraft already kind of put out into the disc golf media world. Um, so he'll be having a uh, zone an ESP Buzz, a Titanium Undertaker, and he'll be also throwing a Z-Force, I believe. But now on Paul's Instagram, he's been posting a lot of pictures of ESP Forces, and the new ESP plastic is a lot like Star Plastic, um, what he originally threw for his destroyers and distance drivers. So I'm interested to see if he rows a lot of Z forces. They you, you can't really break them in and cycle through them quite as much unless you've played with this craft for years like Nate Doss who has basically five molds in his bag. I think all he really throws are challengers, predators, um, buzzes, forces, wasps, and he does have an Undertaker and an XL in there. Um, so that's seven molds. That's still just crazy nothing. Um, 
so maybe Paul is looking at the long-term game, building his bag, and thinking if he puts some Z in there, he'll be able to get the nice flight like Doss has in his bag. I would also love to see Doss give Paul some forces, um, <laughs> some of his older forces with like the Hulk Lab stamp on them, um, to kind of keep that um, beaten Z flight that you see Nate Doss throw all the time with. Um, within the company and with, with on tour, I think pros giving other pros or discs is just has to be one of the most honorable things you see in football. Um, sometimes pros giving each other their jerseys right off their backs and swapping jerseys and trading them. And I think that in disc golf, um, giving away a disc, one of your trusted discs is kind of the same sentiment. Uh, I think that if Paul were to throw some of Nate's discs, the amount of pro love that's on that would make that disc just un- unbelievable. And I, and a disc is a disc; it's gonna fly. But the mindset behind a disc that's been thrown by a pro um, that at one point was at your level, uh, people seem to forget. Nate Doss is a three-time world champion. Paul's a four-time world champion. So those guys are two of the best players to ever play the game. So Nate, give Paul some of your plastic. Paul Paul would do great things with it. And Nate, you, I think you've got a lot of forces lying around. So if you want Paul to be throwing some Z forces, you probably need to help the man out not like a million dollars for four years and probably as much plastic as you want isn't enough um some pro love though come on dude let's get it so building a new bag from a new company is crazy and i think i covered that in my last video but let's talk about um building a beginner setup and specifically a setup for women disc golfers so my wife does play disc golf. It's pretty awesome. She have, plays with me probably about once a week. Um, she's extremely rec level. She's not super into being extremely competitive. She plays just casually, but does have a setup. And I think that her setup has really worked for her. And I think it'll work for a lot of women disc golfers if you're if you're trying to get a woman or a newer player or somebody that hasn't thrown frisbees a ton into the sport, um, this would be a good setup. <laughs> so let me talk through it real quick. For her putters, she first off, she throws all Innova plastic. And the reason for this is just because Innova makes great plastic. Um, I throw Discrafts, I think... This craft's plastic is superior, in my opinion, but all plastic is good plastic. And Innovo does make some fantastic plastic. I think they have a great, well-rounded lineup, especially for a beginner and somebody with less power. And I think that they are able to beat in a little faster if you're using some of their D-Line KC plastic and you're able to shape shots a little more with Innova Plastic because I think that Discraft's plastic is the best right around the ESPNC. I I do throw Pro-D plastic. I love baseline plastic. 
It is one of my favorite types of plastics. A lot of people overlook them. I'm actually in the process of hopefully getting some Pro D wasps so that I can beat them in. And I, I really want like a stack of 20 or 30 of them, so I always have some of Pro D wasps at max weight. So if anybody has a plug, please reach out to me. I would love nothing more than for you to help me out and get some Prote wasps. But anyhow, so starting off with her putters, she putts with the JK Pro Aviar. Uh, JK as in Juliana Korber. Um, she's a woman disc golfer, one of the best women disc golfers to play. And it, it's a really soft feeling putter. I think when running a putt, uh, my wife feels more confident because wherever it hits, it kind of sticks. And so if she puts past it, it hits the ground, it's not going to like get up and roll. It's softer, so it's going to stop. Or if she hits um, either left or right on the basket, it's going to stick and kind of go into the bucket. So that's her main putting putter. And then her throwing putter is a Nova, a um, just an XT Overmold Nova. I believe hers is Glow, so it's a little more stable. And that is a great disc for beginners, people that have played a long time, really anybody within the sport. A Nova is a great disc, and not Innova, but a Nova, N-O-V-A, um, because it's really true to flight. When we were looking for a throwing putter for Ash, my wife, we I kind of suggested to her that we should get her a Nova because I've seen a lot of people throw them on really good lines and with her arm speed being a little slower it does buy a little more stable than it does for a lot of other people. So those are her putters. She only has two. That's a really simple putter setup. Uh, it's, it's, it's really easy too because if you're going to be throwing one she's throwing the Nova. If you're going to be putting one she's going to putt the JK AVR. Both of them are max weight and that's just because Putters at max weight still fly basically the same. Uh, I think that fighting wind and whatnot, I just I just like a putter at max weight. I suggested that to her. I, I don't see a lot of people putting at a lower weight. I believe that lower weight discs are very fantastic. But putters, I like a max weight. And I think that she definitely has enough snap to have a max weight putter. So for her mids, she only has three in the bag right now. And one of them is the Stingray. The Stingray is straight to understable. It's a great mid-range for her because she can throw directly at a pin from about 150 to 180 and know that it's going to go straight there. And she also can throw it on an Anheuser if she needs to. Muscle it up a little bit and it will turn right for her. Then for her like kind of mid-slot, one that goes straight to stable, not straight to understable. She will be using a, she uses a V-Rock. The V-Rock is a little lighter. It's 171. It, so a couple grams off of max weight, I think that it has a really good true flight to her. And the V-Rock is a 4401 disc. It has more weight on the outside rim to make it more stable through the air. So it is a really straight mid-range for people that are more experienced but for her it flies basically like a regular flat top or casey rock would fly so she is able to put it out straight and it's gonna hyzer almost every time she also does throw flex shots with it because 
it is rather stable for her arm speed. And I think that's a big thing to think about with a new disc golfer, is if you're throwing rocks, uh, 4403, or you're throwing other little more stable mid-ranges, find one that's a little less stable, and it'll basically fly the same as your stable mid-ranges fly when you're helping somebody newer to the sport build a bank. And then finally, her last disc that she has for mid-ranges is a champion uh, rock. It is the 20-year rock, 30, 20, 30, 10. I don't know how long rocks have been out. But that is her most overstable mid-range disc. It always crashes left for her. No matter what she does with it, she'll release it flat, it'll go left. And for me, a champion rock is... It's going to flip up to flat and then end left. For her, it basically comes out of her hand left. So I would say if you're a more experienced golfer, find your overstable mid and then kind of go like one step down from that. So my overstable mid is a Buzz OS. It's extremely overstable. It's super flat, crystal. And so one step down from that is like a champion rock. So that's what we put in her bag. She kind of picked that disc out. It's pink and purple really smoky cool design and it's got an awesome stamp on it and it's always going left for her and then for her fairway drivers and this is a big deal for fairway drivers we've kind of tried to stay more neutral within the fairway driver range because when you're a beginning disc golfer you do throw a lot more fairways mids and putters than distance drivers so I wanted a I wanted to help her build a bag with a fairway driver that is more workable so she has a DX Leopard that is understable to straight, and it flies exactly like her Stingray does, but just longer. So the Leopard's a really good disc. Uh, you could do a Patriot, you could do a Maverick, you could Mantis for Discraft. There's there's a lot of discs like that that are negative two one type of discs, uh, slower speeds. And then for her straight to stable, she actually uses the Leopard three. And the Leopard 3 also is a rather understable disc for a lot of more experienced players, but for her it flies more like a T-Bird would for an experienced player. So she's able to throw it out flat and it'll always hyzer in. Not a lot with wind, I, I wouldn't say. And all of her drivers are right around the 170 mark. Not 175, but a little, a little lighter. But she doesn't throw any Blizzard plastic. I think the consistency of Blizzard plastic, she just doesn't like how light that feels in her hand. So the Leopard 3 is her straight to stable disc, and then her overstable fairway driver is actually just a T-Bird, a KJ Nibro Swirled T-Bird. It always goes left for her no matter what. She can throw it in a headwind, and that basically flies a little less stable than a T-Bird would for most people. So it, it is super workable for her, but it's not cra- too crazy overstable to where she's going to lose control of it. And with being a casual player, if it's extremely windy outside, my wife is going to choose not to go play. She'd rather play in more calm conditions. So that T-Bird has enough stability for her at all times. For her distance drivers, we don't really have specifically distance drivers. They're more control drivers because they are within that 9 and 10 speed. We do have a couple um, faster discs in the bag, and we'll, we'll get to that. But for her distance drivers, she has two two champion uh, Valkyries. The Valkyries are 9-4, negative 2-2. Very, very 
long, straight drivers. One is brand new, and they're, like I said, they're both champion. One is brand new, and that one highs us out for almost every time, unless there's a little bit of wind. And then the other one's a little more broken in that I kind of found at a, like, played against sports, or our, ours is called Rock 30, and it has a more understable flight to it. So that one, she's going to get the most distance off of. And then for extremely overstable distance drivers, she carries a Starfire. She act, it's actually a Valerie Jenkins Starfire, which is pretty sweet. I think that that disc obviously isn't being made anymore because Valerie Jenkins is now with Discraft, but or Valerie Doss Jenkins, she's Nate Doss's wife, and that disc goes left for her no matter what, no matter how she throws it. She can also throw cool flex shots with it. She's learned the flex shot over this last summer to get a little more distance out of some stable discs. And then she does have two uh, two shrikes in the bag. They're both star shrikes. And the reason for that is because Kona Panis and Lisa Fakis put their names on the stri- shrikes. The really girly colors, kind of girly stamps. And Ashley just really wanted to support them. So we picked those up. And that the mind of a beginning disc golfer is a lot to do with the stamps and who they want to support so Ashley likes that the girls throw that disc and she likes that it has the cool stamp on it and it has a girl's name on it because women disc golfers aren't extremely prevalent in the sport right now I think that is growing but they're not extremely prevalent in the sport so finding a a girl's disc not saying that a Shrek is a girl's disc but finding a disc with a girl's name on it and a girl's stamp really made Ashley excited and so we picked those up and those are just basically meat hooks for her if and a Shrike is usually a pretty understable disc but she doesn't have the arm speed to get a 13 speed disc up to speed so she that those are just going to hyzer out for her and be like basically destroy her for a person with a little higher arm speed so what she carries that all in is a fake gear crunch box and then in of a backpack straps. And the crunch box, it's like a bright neon pink color. And the backpack straps are just regular in of a back black backpack straps. And the reason why we got that is because I we wanted to find a bag for her that she felt comfortable in. And like the psyche of a beginning disc golfer is I'm not good enough for a backpack. So I have tons of backpacks at home. I have a purple one, I've got uh, a ranger. We've got a few backpacks at home that she could use, but she didn't want that. She doesn't think she's good enough for a backpack because she's a casual disc golfer. So she basically uses the crutch box actually almost exclusively unless we are playing a longer course. Then we'll take out the Ergo 3 backpack, which has a seat in it, and she'll sit in it. And I'll carry both of our setups in that Ergo 3 if we're playing casually, and, and she'll be able to have a seat on the course. And then... One major thing I think with disc golf is to get them like a towel uh, because nothing's worse than throwing a disc that's super wet and a beginning disc golfer isn't going to think about that. They're probably, they probably don't really care about the towel. So I, I got her a pink towel that matches her bag. She really likes that. I think aesthetically her setup is extremely pleasing to look at. It's all like pinks, purples, baby blues. A little bit of yellow everything kind of has some swirls in it because we we do shop around for the look sometimes because beginning disc golfer loves the look of frisbees and they like to look at their discs and like 
like that. Um, so she, she's got all that. And that is probably the best setup I've found so far for a beginning disc golfer. It's all straight and kind of neutral, but when you're looking at a slower arm speed, it, all the discs tend to act a little more stable than they would for most most disc golfers that have been playing the sport for a little while. And next summer, if we keep on playing every week, I'm sure she's going to have to start getting more stable discs into her bag. We're going to start cycling things out. She probably won't be throwing her DX Leopard for very much longer, her Stingray. Um, she might be throwing other discs that fill that slot for her, and T-Birds are probably going to start being more of her go-to fairway driver, or if she wants to start trying different brands, we're going to do that for sure. I think Axiom has some great colors for women disc golfers, and I've, I've thought that that would be really fun to get her into some of that gyro stuff and have her just go crazy on that. But that is a great setup for women disc golfers and beginning disc golfers. When women come into the sport, it seems like a guy's sport. It seems like a man's sport. So Ashley watches a lot of disc golf with me, and I tend to watch women coverage with her more than not. I think, first off, women coverage is great. If you're not watching women's disc golf, you're missing out because Paige Pierce, Paige Bjerkis, Katrina Allen, Sarah Holcomb, Lisa Fakis, all those players are really high caliber players they play at a really high level all the time and Jennifer Allen she shot a crazy high round not too long ago so I think that they're all really good and it kind of shows a beginning woman disc golfer that yes these women are playing at the top of their game and they're playing well with discs that have their name on it so that's, I would totally recommend getting them on to watching disc golf as well, becoming a fan. Ashley has uh, Innova t-shirt, an Innova hat, Innova, a lot of Innova stuff, because uh, mainly because of Kona Panis. Kona Panis is a young disc golfer. She's probably closer in age to us. Well, I'd say Paige Pierce is closer in age to us, but... Kota Panis is younger, more more hip, um, and likes kind of girly things as well. So Ashley follows her on social media. So thank you, Kona, for helping get my wife into disc golf. And when building a beginner bag, really look at discs that are going to benefit them in the long run, but also that they like and enjoy throwing. Because if they don't enjoy throwing their Frisbees, they're not going to enjoy the sport. It's just like you... If you're listening and you're a disc golfer that have played for a while, you are throwing discs that you like and that you support, whether it be because Paul McBeth throws them, Nate Doss, uh, Eagle McMahon, Simon Lazat, Ricky Wysocki, all these people throw discs, and whether you know it or not, you throw a certain brand or a certain disc because that player advocates for it. And... You can really see that. I mean, not a lot of people are throwing Gateway, and that's just because Nico throws Gateway, and he's the only one, and I don't think he's the most marketable player right now at all. I think that Paul, Simon, Paul and Simon and Nate Sexton are probably the most marketable players right now on tour. I, I wouldn't say Ricky Wysocki even cuts top five, in my opinion. He's kind of boring. He's a great golfer. 
arguably one of the best in the world right now, but he's not super marketable, so you don't really throw a lot of discs, or people don't, he's, I don't know, they don't gravitate towards him because Paul and Simon and Eagle and those guys are marketable, they, they, they show you what they throw, and I've seen so many more people putting with P2s because Eagle and Simon do. I, I saw a lot of people throw McPro AVRs because he puts with them. Now, I will say Ricky has really helped in the selling of the dagger for putters because Rick makes the most amazing putts from basically anywhere ever on the course. But otherwise, he's not the most marketable. He's not super into social media. And when he does post social media, it's like an ad for his own Saki Bomb brand. So, beginning disc golfers and any disc golfer, give them, get them to watch the sport and then find a player that they really gravitate to. Mine was Nate Doss. I really gravitated to Nate Doss. I thought that his style was great. And so, I, I do. I throw Predators. I throw Nukes because he used to throw the Nuke. I throw Challengers and Buzzes. And that's because Nate Doss is is the biggest driving force in my disc golf career. I think he just has the demeanor about him that just says professionalism at all times. So that's kind of a breakdown of how to build a beginner disc golf bag. It's just a quick podcast, getting some stuff off my chest. And yeah, thanks guys so much for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast. I promise I'm going to get a microphone for my phone, make it the audio a little better. I'm going to add some different um, music in the background and ultimately I'm going to make this podcast better. I'll probably be doing it from home um, and mixing in my computer and whatnot in the future. But right now we're working with what we got and yeah guys please go on to Instagram and follow Nick Bordsy underscore DG N-I-C-B-O-R-D-S-Y underscore DG. That's my uh, disc golf account on Instagram And until then, please don't die. Please don't get lost. Please don't get hurt and keep throwing plastic. Thanks, guys.